last few weeks we have been hearing from me on crossroads first week we dealt with crossroads of misunderstanding and second week we talked about crossroads of doubt and last week you heard about crossroads of rejection and we saw crossroads are unavoidable and crossroads come on our way as we live on this earth but the decisions that we need to make when we stand at the crossroad is not going to not only going to decide the path that we take it is also going to decide our destiny so crossroads cannot be taken lightly crossroads are very very important in our lives and today we are going to see another crossroads people stand often called the crossroads of discouragement I want to talk about crossroads of discouragement discouragement is a plague sweeping across the nation today you know this outbreak is as dreadful as any other plagues or any other epidemic that spreads across the land today andy dremelski a psychologist he says discouragement steals hope and undermines your faith in the value and purpose of life with cynicism it shows seeds of bitterness and resignation people quit try to quit at the end of discouragement it shows you to life true to its name it relieves you of your courage a precious gift of heart discouragement is your enemy the enemy of humanity and of nature herself Courtney Brown a third grade teacher he writes about discouragement in this way the sneaky culprit goes undetected during annual medical checkup and during emer- emergency triage intake procedures when hidden well during conversations well it cannot be seen outside as we speak to someone discouragement is hidden job related transactions it is hidden during the job related transactions or recreational activities it is not seen outside this terrible ailment can quickly infect its contacted environment with disease it's the real silent killer and many of us are unknowing carriers of it the onslaught of symptoms may begin with the desire to give up or the idea of perceived failure whether we struggle with finances family friends frustration or fear all of us can identify with the effort it takes to keep the fire of hope burning alive in our lives and he says don't allow discouragement to silently kill your smile your dreams your vision your goals and your relationships as long as there is breath in your body there is still time to bring to completion <clears throat> all that is in your heart to do so please do not give up that's what he recommends <clears throat> there are at least three things i can think about that that makes this problem a high potential problem first of all discouragement is universal none of us are immune to discouragement 
None of us can say that I never get discouraged. Everyone you have ever known on the face of this earth, they encounter discouragement sometime or other in their lifetimes. It is universal problem. It is recurring. <laughs> now being discouraged once doesn't give us immunity to handle this disease. In fact, we can say that once you allow yourself to dis get discouraged, you get more discouraged as the days go by. It is recurring in nature. <clears throat> Thirdly, it is highly contagious. Discouragement spreads by even casual contacts. You know, one can become discouraged immediately, suddenly, simply he is in touch with someone else who is already discouraged. The words the discouraged person speaks or shares can easily discourage someone else who is in touch with them. It is highly contagious. Discouragement does not leave anyone. You know, we can be discouraged anywhere. We can be discouraged in our workplace, at our home, in our hotel room, in our kitchen. And looking at the financial situation, we can get discouraged. In school and even in ministry, people can get discouraged at any point of time. You know, the most discouraging time for me in the ministry was when, when, I, when I went to work on Monday morning after having the weekend ministry probably I would have preached four times and when I go to work and sit at my chair on Monday morning that's the most discouraging moment in my life that was and even you know, you know in other situations when we do three days of continuous fasting prayer and revival meeting and next few days are you know really draining it's discouraging discouragement doesn't leave any of us all of us carry that discouragement within us and sometimes it shows up now most of the time people come to this crossroads of discouragement due to many reasons and I can say a couple of them fatigue Fatigue is one main reason for discouragement. Physically when we are exhausted, emotionally when we are exhausted, discouragement comes in our lives. Frustrations. When we want to get a task done, there are you know, unexpected interruptions on our way. We get frustrated and we get discouraged. Frustration brings discouragement. Failures. When we are un unable to finish a task, which we are planning to do. When we fail multiple times, we get discouraged. Fear. Fear is another factor that brings discouragement in our lives. Fear of criticism. You know, what will people think about me if I say something that discourages me? The fear of responsibility. What if I cannot handle this responsibility given to me? I get discouraged by you know, thinking about it. Fear of failure. What if I mess up everything? What's going to happen? There is so much of expense involved in it. What if, if I mess up everything at the end of it? Fear <coughs> brings discouragement to us today. Discouragement also can come from multiple directions. Discouragement can come from others. The words they speak can easily discourage us. Their actions, their behaviors can easily put us into discouragement. Discouragement can also come from God at times. You know, God seems to be silent at all times in my case. It looks like God doesn't really care about me. I keep praying for it, but I don't see an answer in my life. You know, that kind of thinking brings discouragement in our lives. We can also get discouraged from our own self. The inner voice, a 
times we hear within our lives telling you are worthless you are worthless sometimes we think about it I don't I did not get the job probably I didn't work hard I have not got this job probably I'm not capable I don't I'm not skillful enough for that job that requirement Sometimes people think even I'm not married because I'm not good looking enough. That's the reason I'm not getting married at all. Some people think even God doesn't love me because I'm a sinner. You know they are taken and get carried away by the, these kind of discouragements in, in their lives. And they struggle to come out of it. They, they keep themselves as an outcast. And they struggle to come out of it. Because discouragement has its own inbuilt ability or potential to put someone down. Lies comes out of us and more lies are fed into our lives from outside can put us into discouragement generally normally it is said a discouraged warrior is a dead warrior already a discouraged believer is a prophet lying under the juniper tree hoping not to wake up a discouraged leader is a leader that does not know who his or her God is. Discouragement affects everyone. But you know what godly child, as a godly child, there is an encouragement when I look at Daniel 11:32. Word of God says, those who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. Sometimes we get discouraged because we don't know our God. Daniel 11.32 Those who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. You know it is easy for us to become a victim of this discouragement at any moment in our lives. If today if we sense a symptom, any symptom of this discouragement in our lives there is no doubt that we are standing at the crossroads of discouragement. And today God is talking to us and he is going to help us to show us the right direction as we stand at the crossroad. Let's quickly look into some of the biblical examples where people got discouraged for various reasons. First of all, let's turn our Bible to Numbers chapter 21. Numbers chapter 21 verses 5 and 6. Numbers 21 verses 5 and Let me read from 4 Then they journeyed from Mount Hor By the way of the Red Sea To go around the land of Edom And the soul of the people became very discouraged on the way Children of Israel as they were journeying in the wilderness Word of God says their mind they were so discouraged and verse 5 says and the people spoke against God and against Moses why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness for there is no food no water and our souls loathes in worthless bread they considered the bread that God gave to them as worthless and they say why did you bring us to this wilderness they were so discouraged they got discouraged by looking at the difficulties of their journey. They got discouraged by comparing their 
present to the past and they got discouraged they had a look at the current place where they are living the situation where their children are being brought up in the wilderness and they thought about their earlier living in Egypt and they got discouraged they got discouraged as they couldn't find the way out of this wilderness you know today discouragement comes into our lives as we are not able to find a way out you know at times we feel that Lord why did I sign up for this I told I made the commitment to you saying that I will do it but now I'm not able to get out of it I'm not able to see a way out from this that brings tremendous amount of discouragement in our lives at times when things are not happening the way we expect that to happen we get discouraged Lord is it really true you are the one who is doing all these things is it true you are the one who is in control of all these things and today if we have that feeling in any area of our lives there is no doubt that we are standing at the crossroads of discouragement but God is telling us in Romans chapter 15 verse 13 Romans 15 13 says now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit Romans 15 13 I want you to take and read that scripture it's an amazing encouragement that God gives anyone who is going through tremendous discouragement in his or her life now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that peace and joy comes in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit as children of Israel they were walking in the wilderness they lost hope at times because they couldn't believe their leadership they couldn't either believe the Almighty God Almighty even after seeing so many miracles they all had a doubt in their mind God is very abrupt you know he comes and he performs some miracle and then he goes away and he allows me to wander in this wilderness you know that's what their problem they couldn't see continually the work of God you know today in our lives we are not able to see the work of God continually we see at times God performing miracles at times we feel that you know God is neglecting me God doesn't really care about me he allows me to go through it we, we don't see the continuous working of God in our lives and here we read in Romans that comes in our lives that continuous ongoing support that we get from the Lord will be realized in our lives only when we believe only when we believe and that comes by the power of the Holy Spirit that that trust you know that 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 that, uh, that dependency on God that abounds within me as I put my trust and it comes by the power of the Holy Spirit that's what word of God says and today God is telling us we need to be encouraged as a children of as children of God you know we cannot afford to get into discouragement because God is considering us as an individual as a tool to discourage not to discourage to encourage somebody else if someone else need to be encouraged by our words if someone else need to be encouraged by our deeds you know we need to be encouraged within ourselves and God is talking to us as children of Israel we may not see the end of it we may not see a way out but you know what one thing is true God Almighty is always with us he is always with us his presence is always with us and we know that by believing it we know that by believing the Word of God as he said so 
and today God is strengthening us second example from the Bible man who got discouraged tremendously was John the Baptist in Matthew chapter 11 I hope we can read some of the scriptures there Matthew chapter 11 you know we seldom understand this scripture in this context but I think this is the right time that we need to understand what John the Baptist was going through in his life in Matthew chapter 11 verse 2 says and when John had heard in prison about the works of Christ John was in prison and he started hearing about what Jesus Christ is doing about he sent two of his disciples and he said to him are you the coming Messiah or do we look for another one Jesus answered and said to them go and tell John the things which you hear and see the blind see and the lame walk and the lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear and the dead are raised up and the poor have the gospel preached to them John the Baptist the one who baptized Jesus Christ he saw Holy Spirit descending upon him in the form of dove from heaven he also heard the voice from heaven that God the Father looking at son Jesus and telling him he is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He saw, that everything, he saw everything by his own eyes. But now when he was in prison there is no doubt discouragement come, came into his heart. And out of his discouragement he is even doubting whether he was the Messiah. He is the Messiah. He was so discouraged, he started questioning everything that he saw around. Have you felt the same thing in our lives too at times? When we are so discouraged, we start questioning even God. Lord, are you really with me? Lord, you spoke to me on that day. Was it really your voice? Did I listen to your voice correctly? Or it may be myself spoke to me. Sometimes even we doubt about those scriptures. Are these scriptures real? Sometimes we call, doubt about our call. Am I really called by God? Or it is own, you know, my own feeling about it? Doubt comes in our lives. The same way doubt came to the mind of John the Baptist. The moment he was discouraged. Discouragement can take us to any extreme. And even we start questioning God. There is no wonder why people are standing at the crossroads of discouragement today. In Corinthians, when Paul wrote, after writing the victory that Jesus took over the death, and he was encouraging and telling people that we are the partakers of the eternal glory. It's not that Jesus overcame death, but we are also going to overcome death at some point of time in our lives. Let's turn to 1st Corinthians. I just want you to listen to what he says in 1st Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58. Up until verse 57 he talks about the stink of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. And O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? And in verse 58 he says, Therefore my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. 
God is encouraging us someone who is going through discouragement God is looking at him and telling telling him my beloved brethren be steadfast God has called you to do it do this God has called you into this life God is the one who called you be steadfast immovable all these little things cannot shake you all these little things cannot put you down be immovable be steadfast always abounding in the work of the Lord it doesn't matter whether we are discouraged or not when we are discouraged that doesn't really mean that we need to stop working doing the work of God no not at all Paul is writing here do not stop the good work that you started knowing that your labor is not in vain and it will bring its reward in time the third man who got discouraged who overcame discouragement in his life he never got discouraged he overcame discouragement was Nehemiah was Nehemiah when Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabs and Ammonites and the Ashdodites they came mocking at Nehemiah and the Jews they were trying to build a wall and they discouraged them we know that scripture we know the story you know when that happened they called upon the name of the Lord let's turn to Nehemiah chapter 4 Let me read few scripture from there. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 1 says, But it so happened when Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, that he was furious and very indignant and mocked the Jews. And he spoke before his brethren and the army of Samaria and said, What are these feeble Jews doing? Will they fortify themselves? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they complete it in a day? Will they revive the stones of the heaps of rubbish, stones that are burnt? And now Tobiah and Ammon, Ammonites, was beside him. And he said, whatever they build, if even a fox goes up on it, he will break down their stone wall. You know, they were mocking at him, mocking at Nehemiah. Nehemiah was standing at the crossroads of discouragement. He had two options in his hand. Either to quit building the wall or to continue building the wall. And Nehemiah was such a man of God. Well aware of this discouragement that comes in his life. And he decided to handle it properly. And he decided to build a wall. You know, Bible says in Nehemiah, let's read uh, verse 15 in chapter 6. Chapter 6, verse 15 says, So the wall was finished on the 25th day of Elul in 52 days. How many days it took for them to build the wall? 52 days. If Nehemiah would have got discouraged by their words, he would have never built that wall on that day. You know, those words are very, very, you know, weighted words. They were severe words. They were just kind of, you know, mockery at him, at Nehemiah and Jews. But then nothing bothered them. He overcame that discouragement in his life. You know, the devil is called the accuser of his brethren, accuser of our brethren. In Revelation chapter 12 verse 10 we read that. 
Discouragement is one of the most popular tool the devil uses today. You know, because he knows very well if I can discourage a child of God, his potential is limited. The moment I can put somebody in discouragement, he becomes in, unable to do certain things for God. He knows when we are down. And he takes all his effort, he put all his efforts to neutralize our lives. And he will make sure we don't do anything for God. You know, the discouragement moments are, you know, very, very important, very, very critical. Because when the moment when we are discouraged, we are vulnerable to the attack of the enemy. He will do everything that he can do to us in order to discourage. He adds fuel to the discouragements in many different ways. He will put us in more and more discouragement. And our response should be the same as Nehemiah's response. You know, Nehemiah, he resisted that. He resisted that. He never allowed the discouragement to put him down. He resisted. You know, the word of God says in James chapter 4, 7, resist the devil and he will flee from you. And today God wants us to resist the discouragement that comes on our ways. Paul writes, when he writes to Timothy, he says, fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. You know, the moment discouragement comes and hits us, we need to be ready to fight against it. We need to be ready to resist it. When we are discouraged like Nehemiah we need to recognize that we are standing at the crossroad. The moment discouragement comes in our lives, we are standing at the crossroad. The next step is going to be very very important. You know today people fail because they never realize that they are standing at the crossroad at that moment. People end up in taking wrong decisions in their lives because they would not have realized that they are standing at an important place. And today the moment discouragement comes in our lives, God is asking us to know that we are standing at the crossroads. Remember, we need to turn to the Lord most often at that moment. That's what Nehemiah did. They called upon the Lord. They prayed. They called upon the name of the Lord. The moment discouragement hits our lives, we need to turn back to God. We need to run back to God. We cannot go away from God. You know, most of the time when such discouragement strikes us, the thing, we, what we try to do is, we try to encourage ourselves by doing various things. By doing various things and God is telling us nothing else is going to work because the enemy is after us. He's trying to put us down and God is asking us to turn back to him and we need to resist him. We need to resist him. You know we cannot encourage the destroyer or we cannot encourage the one who is bringing discouragement in our lives. We need to outwardly resist him then only he will flee from us. Billy Graham once he said the Christian life is not a constant high. I have my moments of deep discouragement. I have to go to God in prayer with tears in my eyes and say, Oh God, forgive me or help me. It doesn't matter who we are today. How high we are in our spiritual levels. It doesn't matter how many hours we pray. It doesn't matter how strong we are in the Lord. Discouragement doesn't leave us. And all that we need today do, we need to just run back to him and tell him, Lord, I'm helpless here. I need your help. As we stand at the crossroads of discouragement, getting discouraged is one of the two choices that is kept in front of us. If we choose 
we can easily get into it we can easily fall into it if we make the wrong choice but courageous people they just refused to get discouraged they don't give up even even they face fatigue in their lives even they face frustrations in their lives even though it may be failure or it may be fear in their lives they don't just give up because their strength and their confidence is found in Christ Jesus courageous people are just ordinary people like you and me but who they are relying on God for their courage and today as we talk about the crossroads of discouragement God is asking us not to stand on by our own strength but God is encouraging us to stand on his strength because he is the solid foundation he is the rock on whom we can stand today amen as God speaks to us this morning i would like to close with a word of prayer our God is a faithful God discouragements may be on our ways discouragement may be faced even at this moment as we speak but our god is a faithful god as we come back running towards him he is faithful to give us strength and courage to revive us up to bring us back alive to make us to stand at our feet and this morning he is right here in the midst of us as we close 